Welcome into A to Z Sports. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are powered by BetMGM. Make sure you follow us all over social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Twitch. We go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show and for our business. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at Renters Warehouse dot com man do the pulse of fitness where one 15 minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room mandu.com your first workout is free wilson county hyundai for your next ride check them out wilsoncountyhyundai.com in lebanon calvin and subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings at calvinandsubtle.com and the bone and joint institute boneandjointtn.org the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care Corey says i want to hear the buck email first uh Buck got uh first Buck got told that we should fire him on his A to Z Sports primetime show last night for the second time by this person. And then I got the second email in my inbox uh last night from said person about it. So we will we will talk about Buck and should we fire Buck uh, because of these emails later on in the show. But I will put the uh, clown nose back on as there was no way in hell I could get through that live intro with all of our sponsors with the clown nose on as it cuts off my air uh, to my nose. But Zach, paying off the bet of David Cloudy, I, I almost choke when I'm talking while I'm wearing it. Like it's that bad. So I, I'm not going to wear, I can't wear the clown nose. I can't do it. I've worn it for enough. I can't you do look, the clown nose. You look worse without it. So I'm okay with you not wearing it. So, uh, Jadavian Clowney, <laughs> the deal was, the bet was over under $7 million for him to sign as a free agent. I said under, Zach wears, Zach went over. The loser has to do just what Jadavian Clowney is, his last name, and dress up like a clown. So, here I am as the Browns signed Clowney to a deal last week over that $7 million mark, barely, but I lost the bet. And so, now I pay off uh, the bet. So, now let's get this show going, Zach. Um, and as I got text messages coming in on my phone and asking what the heck I'm doing, but you know, it, it is, it's a fun thing to do. So let's talk about this, uh, this NFL draft rule and how we all might be making a mistake when it comes to the NFL draft in all of our analysis of what the Titans should do in the first round, how Titans fans and the media could be making a fundamental mistake with Titans draft analysis. We will send this over, Zach, to a video you have not seen yet from Mike Greenberg of ESPN. So if you are an NFL general manager and you are trying to decide between a wide receiver or an offensive lineman at the top of the draft, candidly, I question you already. Because that is a no-brainer decision 100% of the time. You take the lineman. And if you paid any attention to history, you would already know that. Let's define our standards here, okay? The hit rate on a pick is the percentage of time the players at that position are signed to a second contract with the teams that drafted them. Simple as that. By that standard, 60% of first-round offensive linemen hit. That is the highest rate amongst all the positions. Six out of ten times, so more often than not, those players become franchise cornerstones. The hit rate for first-round wide receivers is 27%. That is the lowest among all positions. Three out of every four wind up elsewhere or out of the league after one contract. So that alone should decide this, but wait, there's more. Pass protection impacts a quarterback more than pass catchers do. That's just a fact, and I can prove it. 
Last year, the league-wide QBR on plays in which the O-line won every block was 75, and on plays in which they did not, the average QBR was 48. That gap is equivalent to the difference last year between Russell Wilson and Carson Wentz. And there's no better illustration of that point than the most recent game we saw, which, of course, was the Super Bowl. The Chiefs' defense pressured Tom Brady four times and contacted him once. Patrick Mahomes was pressured a Super Bowl record 29 times. He ran a total of 497 yards before his passes and his sacks. That is why Brady won and why Mahomes never stood a chance. So remember that, because if you choose to not to protect your quarterback, he won't have a chance either. So as I put the nose back on, Mike Greenberg on get up uh, earlier this week on the draft. Zach, that's the first time you've seen that. A lot of info. What are your thoughts? I mean, my thoughts are it makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, Tristan Wirfs was drafted last year to help Tom Brady, and he wasn't the sole piece, but he played a lot. Like, and I watched every Bucks game, and Tom Brady is Tom Brady. But if you look at the wide receivers and the 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 hit rate, the twenty seven percent, it's eye opening. It, I know they compared wide receiver to offensive lineman, but that's another reason why I tend to tell the Titans to take a defensive lineman. They need a pass rusher in the first round that can help them replace Harold Landry if he doesn't resign, which I don't think he will because he'll be suited by a lot of people next offseason because he's had a, a, a considerable career. And it is justified, Austin. Can you make it to a second contract with your same team? Well, Jack Conklin did not, right? Corey Davis did not. Adoree Jackson did not. Isaiah Wilson Will not. I just named four first-round picks from John Robinson who have not signed their contract. And the only guy, I mean, they're really there has he has not signed a first-round pick to a second contract as a GM because uh, Jack Conklin was his first uh, in 2016. Then Corey Davis and Adore Jackson. Then he's got Rashawn Evans and Jeffrey Simmons. And Rashawn Evans is completely up in the air. Jeffrey Simmons is trending towards getting one, but I do think. But that's as, not a very good hit rate. You just went through it. Well, Sean Evans, they're debating on whether to pick up their fifth or the the fifth year option. Well, We're not even fifth, talking about a second contract, right? Yeah, and there's so many, there's so much nuance to what the fifth year option is. Like you can be considered a good player, and I think a hit if the pick if the fifth year option is not picked up. The fifth year option is so expensive for every position because it's a top five to 10 salaries at that position. Austin, it's a first round pick. First round picks should hit. They should play right away, impact your team, whether you're picking first or whether you're picking 32nd in the round. That's what it should be. The the only the elite of the elite and good quarterbacks should get their fifth year option picked up. We're not talking about quarterbacks. I, I, I'm talking about the fifth year option. I'm talking about hit rate from the uh, first round draft picks. Like, because even but all these guys are gone. Like, it's not even about the fifth year option. Greenberg, gone. yeah, I, I got that. Greenberg brought up sixty percent of offensive linemen drafted in the first round over the last several years um, has gotten a second contract. That's what he determines a hit rate. Jack Conklin was a good draft pick. Jack Conklin did not get a second contract from the Titans because he played well enough to price him out 
and John Robinson decided to move on for a better value. And so Jack Conklin was a good draft pick. What did he wind up with? A crap-ass pick named Isaiah Wilson. So it actually ended up not working. That's well, the issue. It, and it oh, worked we, out. Look, we know the nuance. To be fair, Austin, we know the nuance to Jack Conklin and his injury that hindered that decision. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to sit here and ignore that because that does need to be brought to light. Right. But at the same time, you are what you are. You are who you draft. And in the first round, you need a better hit rate. So this year, coming off of a year in which it wasn't a, a hit. It was a strikeout looking. Actually, it was Isaiah Wilson not even showing up sure, to the Isaiah game. Isaiah Wilson is not the conversation. But no, like, but I, no, no, no. But Austin, it has to be because, as you've said so many times over the last several weeks, they cannot afford to miss on this year's first round draft pick because of Isaiah Wilson. So, what are you going to do? Are you going to risk it at a higher rate, 27 versus 60? 27, it doesn't really matter about 60, but are you going to risk it on a first-round wide receiver that notoriously, based on being the guy, right, you can't afford to have this, another Corey Davis. That, that's not what this is. You need a guy like Justin Jefferson. You need a guy that has value late in the first round if you're going to draft. But those are few and far between. The percentages don't lie. All right, so let's ask this question because does this rule apply to the Titans this year. So I, I think let's talk specifically about the Titans in O-line versus wide receiver because we all have been talking about the Titans drafting a wide receiver in the first round ever since the possibility and the likeliness of Corey Davis going elsewhere in free agency and needing to replace that production. So does this draft rule apply to the Tennessee Titans situation this year, let's talk specifics. We'll play the video again and then come back to it. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Renters Warehouse is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit to create extra cash flows for you and your family, a long-term wealth, which means long-term equity that you're building in a property that you're renting out. Instead of selling, Renters Warehouse can make it easy on you because they do all of the work. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. A to Z Sports. I officially, Austin, had my best betting night in the history of me downloading BetMGM. Last night, I started at about $200. I ended the night with almost 1000 Knock on some wood. I'm riding it again tonight, but... I am surging after a, a rough week last week. I lost quite a bit of money, so I'm kind of back even. But last night I needed it. But it was exhilarating watching the Suns win, watching some of my player props hit. You can enjoy this. Download the app today, BetMGM, code ATOZ Sports. All right, I'm going to play the video again from Get Up and Mike Greenberg. Here it is about this NFL draft rule that we have all been ignoring when we've been talking about the Titans taking a wide receiver in the first round all spring long. So if you are an NFL general manager and you are trying to decide between a wide receiver or an offensive lineman at the top of the draft, candidly, I question you already. Because that is a no-brainer decision 100% of the time. You take the lineman. And if you paid any attention to history, you would already know that. Let's define our standards here, okay? The hit rate on a pick is the percentage of time the players at that position are signed to a second contract with the teams that drafted them. Simple as that. By that standard, 
60% of first-round offensive linemen hit. That is the highest rate amongst all the positions. Six out of ten times, so more often than not, those players become franchise cornerstones. The hit rate for first-round wide receivers is 27%. That is the lowest among all positions. Three out of every four wind up elsewhere or out of the league after one contract. So that alone should decide this, but wait, there's more. Pass protection impacts a quarterback more than pass catchers do. That's just a fact, and I can prove it. Last year, the league-wide QBR on plays in which the O-line won every block was 75, and on plays in which they did not, the average QBR was 48. That gap is equivalent to the difference last year between Russell Wilson and Carson Wentz. So there's Mike Greenberg on Get Up, and he went on to talk about the Super Bowl's impact of Mahomes running for his life without his two right tackle and left tackle, and then Brady just sitting there and picking apart the defense because of what the Bucs had on the offensive line and at the wide receiver. So does this rule apply to the Titans this year? Should they avoid drafting a wide receiver because of what Mike Greenberg said? Is it only 27% of first-round wide receivers make it to a second contract? Corey Davis is one of those guys that did not make it to a second contract. So uh, Sheila says, Sheila John, I don't know which one it is, says, stop playing BS from the mothership. I like you guys, but that puppet and Jets fan laughed my ass off. Look, that's fact. It's like it's not like Mike Greenberg's doing anything like ridiculous here. This is like the most logical thing that could be coming out of any national media outlet. So don't be calling him a clown uh, with what he's saying because I think what he's saying does make sense, but does it apply to the Titan situation? All right, and, and I'm going to call out a little Corky. Corky says Zach should have a clown suit on. Titans hit on Henry and Byard in the same draft as Conklin. Can't pay everybody, and we stole Tannehill. Corky, are you paying attention to the conversation? It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. We're talking about first-round picks. Well, but, but Zach, I, I do think John Robinson has told us that he, he doesn't care where you're drafted. Like, like he he wants he should. <laughs> That's the problem. That is the issue. General managers should care where you're drafted. If it's when you're talking about the first round, that's the, the first round is a is separated from every other round. It means differently. And the NFL has told you that by valuing the fifth year option availability. I, I think the fifth year option puts teams in, in, in a tough situation. Like That's if, the point. It forces them to hit on their pick. It's a great great thing for both sides. I like when teams decline fifth-year options, unless the player's a no-brainer. And and there really aren't a lot of guys in the draft in the first round who are automatic no-brainers pick up the fifth-year option after their third season, because that's when you have to do it, not after the fourth, after the third season, which the Titans are trying to do that with Rashawn Evans, and there's no reason right now to pick up the fifth year option for Rashawn Evans. He could Is there start- because Jayon Brown's only on our one No, there's one no year, reason 5. to pay $3 million contract. Because Zach, the fifth year option's like $11 million. There's no reason to pay Rashawn Evans in two seasons $11 million. There's no point in that. You wanted to keep Corey Davis. Not at $15 million for a fifth year option. I've never once said 
pick up the fifth-year option for Corey Davis because paying $15 million is asinine for everybody who's not elite in the top five of wide receivers. It also can burn you, though. They picked up a Dory's and then they cut his ass. Yeah, and they could afford to do that because if you know the, the details of it, a Dory Jackson was in the last draft where you could cut the fifth-year option without any penalty. So they saved 100% on the cap of a Dory's fifth-year option. So that made all the right sense for them to do that with a Dory Jackson because he was on the right trajectory until he got hurt going into last year where he was showing that he could be worth that money. All right, so does the this NFL draft rule apply to the Titans this year? And what it is, as we just heard, Mike Greenberg from Get Up said that offensive linemen hit 60% of the time. Wide receivers only 27% of the time. And the hit rate is based on getting that second contract with the team that was drafted. And, and, and my, in my opinion, I understand what Mike Greenberg and how he is defining hit rate. I don't think a second contract is the one thing that is required to be considered. Did, you, did it hit? I think Jack Conklin's draft pick hit. Even right, though he didn't hey, Austin, I have this in front of me. Let, let's just go through it because we can. We're talking about wide receiver today. The Titans need a wide receiver, not an offensive lineman. That's the only damn reason why we they, brought this they up. They could also use an offensive lineman. In the first round, if they draft an offensive lineman, I'm going to be shocked. It's Maybe I will be shocked, but I don't think that's going to happen. Let's go through the wide receivers. The majority of these guys don't hit. These are first-round picks. First-round picks. I'm just going to go through them. Marquise Brown. And, and some of the new guys, the, the book is still out on them. But Nikhil Harry has not shined. DJ Moore and Calvin Ridley, I think, are kind of in the same situation. But then you've got Corey Davis, Mike Williams, John Ross, Corey Coleman, Will Fuller, who's hurt all the time, Josh Doxson, who we haven't even heard of for years, Laquan Treadwell. Then you have Amari Cooper. Then you have Kevin White, bust. Devontae Parker, who I would question. He's just been stuck in Miami for a long time. Right. Nelson Aguilar, not worth a first-round pick. Right. Rashard Perryman, terrible. Philip Dorsett, Sammy Watkins as a top-five pick has not turned out. Then you have the Mike Evans, Odell Beckham Jr.'s of the world. Brandon Cooks has been thrown around, and Kevin ben Benjamin has been trash. The majority of those guys that I just listed are all first-round wide receivers, and the majority of them are not worth the first yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Greenberg said, 27% of first-round draft picks at wide receiver get a second contract. So now, does, that, the but does that mean that does, in consideration? But does that mean that Brandon Cooks, for example, who falls in the other 73%, Brandon Cooks has been traded for multiple first-round draft picks? But because he did not get a second contract, he does not fall in a hit rate, although Brandon Cooks is a, has been, for the most of his career, traded for other first-round draft picks, So and a back-to-back 1,000-yard guy, that guy is a hit. Jack Conklin, in my opinion, is a hit. So I don't necessarily agree with the definition of being a hit, of getting a second contract, because there's so many other details and context to go into those, those specific situations. Jack Conklin got $20 million 
for the first year for the Browns. Set, like, set, that, set Jack Conklin aside for a second. We're talking about wide receivers. I just listed all of the first-round wide receivers. So it doesn't matter about Jack Conklin. It, it, it matters about those names and what you feel about them. And what it tells me, this is what Mike Greenberg just told me, that it's more likely than not if the Titans take a wide receiver whether it's Marshall Jr., whether it's Bateman, or whether it's Tony, or even, even my guy Elijah Moore, the likeliness of him being a dynamic wide receiver that is going to be valued as a first-round pick late in the round, probably not going to happen. Now, there's a slight chance, but there's probably a, I would say, a, let's say a 70% chance that whoever, if, they, if the Titans decide to draft a wide receiver in late first round at 22nd overall or wherever, he's probably not going to live up to expectation. That's what it tells me. So for me, I solidify my notion of the Titans needing to draft in the first round a defensive pass rusher. I've said that. I've stuck with that. That is the opposite of what you feel, Austin. You've, you've had this feeling overcome of they need to draft a wide receiver. I think this, this makes me feel more comfortable with the fact that I believe that they should not draft a wide receiver. They should draft a defensive pass rusher. Yeah, Brad says, put that nose on, Austin. I can't. I, it was um, it rolled off of my chair and rolled away. I can't grab it anymore. So, But again, I, I, does this apply to the Tennessee Titans this year? In my opinion, no. Yes. I don't think so. I think the Titan because the Titans are in what? We always say this. The Titans are in a win now mode. And if you are not in a take advantage of a championship window in the next two years, then if you're, and I think Greenberg, it makes sense for the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals, who are picking fifth overall, should absolutely draft Pinay Sewell over all the pass catchers, even Kyle Pitts, in this draft. If Kyle Pitts is there at five, trade out of it because you should get an offensive lineman because Joe Burrow cannot throw to anybody if he's backwards or on his ass. Plus, he's already torn his ACL. So right, like, and so you need an offensive lineman, right? So it applies to that team. But that's situational. This is an overview of the first round in wide receivers. I know. But you not have to, being very good drafted in the first round. But you have to take an account of the Titan situation. The Titan situation is they have a solid offensive line. Sure, there's a right tackle opening, but they signed Kendall Lamb to a contract that – was comparable to Dennis Kelly's, who is a right tackle, a starting right tackle in this league. And they I'm have talking a about offensive lineman, bro. We're talking about wide receiver. I don't know why you keep going back to offensive linemen. Because that's, We're talking that's, about wide receivers. Wide receivers. That's the conversation. And the conversation tells me that it's probably going to be a bust. They're not going to be worth the 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 pick that they are drafted at. Corey exactly. Davis. Corey let's, Davis, number five overall, is not worth the selection he was taken at. Right, but let's talk about this because it is situational. We're talking about the Titans situation this year. When you compare the wide receivers who are likely to be available at 22 to the edge rushers likely to be available at 22, the wide receivers are better prospects. The wide receivers seem like safer prospects where the edge guys are more questionable. But, but wide receiver as a position in this year's draft is very, very deep. This yeah. is that is one of, if not the deepest position in the entire draft is wide receiver. This is it. 
You talk about prospects, and Austin, you're a draft guy. You should know that, and you do know that in your heart of hearts. So what am I going to do? I'm going to find wide receiver value. I'm going to understand that 27% is not that high of a percentage, and I'm probably going to draft a wide receiver in the second or the third round in which the Titans have two selections in the third round. But here, if I'm John Robinson, I'm not worried about Elijah Moore or Marshall or Bateman getting a second contract. I'm worried about how much can they help me in the next two years? Because that's what I've got. I've got Tannehill and Henry and a lot of other other veteran guys of this core locked up and ready to go for the next two years. I want somebody who can help me right now. And in my opinion, the wide receiver group for 22 is the best option to help me win games for the next two years where you've added Bud Dupree and Autry to help your pass rush. I just don't like the Phillips and the Ojalaris as much to help me win right now. And so that's why I like the Batemans better than I'd like the Edge You don't want to swing and miss on a wide receiver, though. With that value, that's... that's you. I don't know... I, I know you understand it because you pulled the clip and you know what... The, but that's oh, what I, Greenberg's like, telling you. Generally, generally... Like without each team situation, I agree with the overall rule. If you're talking between an O lineman or a wide receiver in the first round, I typically agree the O line first round prospect is a safer selection than the wide receiver first round prospect. Awesome. But at twenty, but Zach at twenty two, it's also a wild card. Like we're not talking about top ten guy. We're talking at twenty two. It's like Penny Sewell is overall safer and better for your football team. Than Devontae Smith. We're not talking about that. We're talking I, about Ty. I don't know why you keep d- diverting the conversation because we're talking about later in the round, second, t- and this is what it is, Austin. It's second tier yeah. wide receivers, right? Because right. the first tier, because there is a first tier. This is the unique part about this particular draft. There is not a first tier defensive pass rusher. There no. is not the Joey Bosa or the Nick Bosa or or the, the chases of this draft. It is unique in that sense. I believe that you can find value at 22nd overall. And Austin, you cannot put yourself in the same situation you've been in the last five years, and that is without a pass rush. Bud Dupree, by just signing Bud Dupree, is not going to fix your problem. Austin, if Bud Dupree and his ACL doesn't – work doesn't get fixed right away and he has the same problem as mentioning jack conklin or or if bud dupree gets hurt because it's football and that happens you need a backup plan but i would rather find other value because we know first round selections especially second tier wide receivers in the first round the the likeliness of them to hit is not very good i i honestly in this because we have to talk situationally we have to talk about the titan situation in this draft in this draft, I like the second tier wide receivers better than the than this draft's top tier edge rushers. No, notoriously, second tier wide receivers that are taken in the twenty somethings are busts. I can go through the list. Yeah, I, I agree. I, and, well, and, do, oh, do, so again, if you agree, understand again, ov- that. overall, I, overall, I agree with everything Mike Greenberg said. In no, that I'm clip. not talking about Mike Greenberg. I'm saying situationally. When wide receivers are taking in the 20s, they are more likely busts. They just are. I went through the list. But over the last couple of years, Zach, 
with what the college game is doing. And Josh brings up Justin Jefferson taking 22nd last year, which we've referenced so many times this spring. But with the college game putting out so a big crop of talented guys, I think there's going to be more and more wide receivers going in the first and second round over the next couple of years. Like you're going to have those guys fly up because they can have immediate impact. Right. But the 20 somethings, as I've listed, Philip Dorsett, Burchard Perryman, Nelson Aguilar, what year was that, Treadwell, what year was Josh Doxson. Those... I'm going up. I do not understand where I'm going. Start, start in 2020. In 2019. I, I can start wherever I damn well please, clown face. I'm starting. If you just stop and let me talk, I will get to where you want to be. But you won't because you're too too busy okay. putting your Continue. nose on. So okay. if you I, you knew where okay. I was going, oh, you just okay. wanted to interrupt uh, and wanted me to start it. No. Yes, Justin Jefferson was unbelievable. I do think Justin Jefferson and Calvin Ridley are exceptions to the rule. Maybe the Titans do pick your boy Bateman and he becomes the next Jefferson or he becomes the next Ridley, right? Maybe that happens. But the likeliness is playing the lottery. It's playing the scratch-off, right? Are you going to buy a $5 scratch-off or a $30 scratch-off, right? What are your chances of winning your money back? You have a higher percent chance of winning $1,000 with a $30 scratch-up than you do with a five. It's just common sense. You, It's a risk, but I think John Robinson really has to look at this draft, and if there is not a wide receiver that he is absolute in love with, he needs to go the other direction and draft a pass rusher or a defensive player. It's my opinion. Okay. I mean, I, I get your opinion, but I just think wide receiver is the right way to go. And overall, the rule that Mike Greenberg took that tossed out there of wide receiver first round guys do not have a high hit rate. Offensive linemen do have a high hit rate. I agree with that generality, but for the Titans specifically, it doesn't apply in this draft for the Titans situation. And so you're okay. We've talked about this. If they, uh, I, I, our next segment, I'm very curious to see what you say uh, in our question because it has to do with yeah. a, a scenario. Right. But you, you've you said you are okay with Marshall Jr. or Bateman. I know you value Bateman better, but if the Titans draft Terrace Marshall Jr. out of LSU, you're okay with that. I'm okay with the four, these four wide receivers in this specific order. Bateman, Marshall, uh, Tony, Moore, Elijah Moore. Those are the four wide receivers at 22 overall that I am good with at 22 overall. I like Bateman the best, and that's you said you weren't okay with Elijah Moore at 22 overall earlier this week. So no, no, I did not. I just said I preferred the others above him. I said that I would be totally cool if they draft Elijah Moore 22 overall. I prefer you did not, but Zach, I I did. I I I listened to to what you said, Zach. I, I swear. I said it would you be said better. if they traded down, that's that's when you would be okay with Elijah Moore. I said I would be it would be better if they traded back a couple spots to get Elijah Moore, but overall I'm cool with Elijah Moore. I like the I like the wide receivers. I do. The second tier wide receivers. I think that's I, I just think that's curious because it we're talking about essentially seven wide receivers. What do you think the percentage of all seven that we're talking about are gonna hit? Well, BetMGM set the over-under for wide receivers in the first round at four and a half. So I think that really tells... Well, we know three are going. Yeah, I think four are going. I I think there are likely to be the top three, and then one of that next crop is is an automatic to go. 
But I, I would bet over that four and a half, which is the favorite. The odds favorite is over four and a half. I think it I, makes I, sense that five go. I was talking. Alan Bell was talking about this on ADZ Sports Picks that he actually put money on the under because it's plus one ninety. So it's just better money just to see what happens and betting on teams seeing how deep this is uh, as a wide receiver group to wait and just say, hey, let's just wait. We can get one later. Let's wait. We can get one later. And maybe under hits. But I think the overs, the overs, the odds favor. Uh, I also, with that third round pick, that two third round selection, I think the Titans are going to be trading in this draft. I think that hundredth pick, the compensatory pick, is going to be moved. That's my prediction of this draft. We haven't done, I'm just going to give you a little preface for we'll have bigger shows, but that I think is my prediction. Then in the first three rounds of the draft, John Robinson will trade. Yeah, and he I, will I, do, I do think he needs a lot of rookies though. He needs a lot of draft picks to play, to fill out the roster. So you can't, he can't afford to only have five guys in this class. He has nine picks right now. He needs, he needs seven, eight, seven at the minimum. Right, and you can do that with trading a couple of picks. I'm just, I'm just setting it up because in the Rashawn Evans draft, he traded a bunch and only had four guys. One of them was Luke Falk. I'm just, I'm just setting the the standard that he can trade a little bit, but he doesn't have. He needs to have a lot of rookies playing on this team in the fall. And look, I, I that has been the problem with John Robinson in his late late round picks. They usually get cut. Now I, that's not. Unique I, I to disagree. He's been really good in the late rounds. He's found Tajay Sharp, Jayon Brown, David Long. Those are five. I said late, late. Understand okay. what I said. There's a difference, right? Uh, Chris Stress. Chris Stress is stressing out about Zach's. Zach wants an edge rusher. He wants an outside linebacker edge rusher in the first round. He's not talking about a hand in the dirt guy. They play a three-four. Defense. So you're typically looking for an outside linebacker edge rusher. So Chris, that is the answer. I'll answer it for Zach because it's it's been stated several times. So Zach, let's go ahead and get to this topic. As you mentioned, <laughs> get choked up. I'm sorry. Uh, what is the one Titans draft scenario that you do not want to happen? What is the one Titans draft scenario that you do not? Want to happen, but first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Soto. Yeah, Calvin and Soto is where you need to go. Get your hardwood floors. 615-448-6414. That's 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsuttle.com. That's calvinandsuttle.com. We, look, we sit here and we, on the show, highlight different hardwood floors. This could be in your house. This is Rivoli. We've got these hardwood floors everywhere I, because I love looking at them. You know why? Because I love endorsing them here on the show. They can change your household, rip up that old carpet, and go straight to brand-new hardwood floors that are cost-effective. 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. You're muted, bro. I did again. I'm so sorry. A to Z Sports, uh, are, we are powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Promo code ATOZ Sports. When you download that app and sign up, use your first deposit and your first bet to get a risk-free bet up to $600. Again, with that bonus code ATOZ Sports, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee, and for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. So, Zach, we are asking the question, 
What is the one Titans draft scenario that you do not want to happen? What is the one Titans draft scenario that you do not want to happen? Uh, and uh, Zach, I'll send you to the comment section to check it out. Yeah, uh, Lee says you look like Jigsaw from Saw. Uh, uh, a little bit. I, and and for those just joining, Genevieve Clowney, we had a bet over under $6.9 million, what he would sign for. He had the over. I had the over. Austin had the clown. So uh, that was the, the loss of the bet. Uh, Kenneth says, don't reach on tight ends in the first two rounds. So that's where he's going. Corky says, do not draft a wide receiver at 22 when you get value in the later rounds. Okay. It's got to be offensive linemen or defensive linemen. So Corky is going there. Uh, Chris says, my one thing I don't want us to take is a pass rusher like Zach wants. You can't have three outside linebackers on the field at the same time, Chris. You you can, and the Titans do that. <laughs> they literally do that. Especially uh, especially if you get a bigger-bodied guy like a Jalen Phillips that can move inside. They can absolutely do that. Uh, Lee says the Titans trading up. He doesn't that's a, want that's that. That's a great that. answer. Because I, I agree, Lee. That's not my answer for this question, but I agree. I, I don't think the Titans should trade up at all. Six round quarterbacks again. That's a good, that's a good, that's the late, late round picks, Nate. I like that. You're paying attention. Uh, Bobby also says trading up, no drafting a cornerback and sucking it third down again from Paul. Uh, don't draft damaged goods from Gmail on base. Talking about some possible injuries heading into their NFL career. Uh, got a lot of don't draft a quarterback in this draft, even though they don't have a backup quarterback. Logan Woodside, they may think is a good backup quarterback, but they don't know because he hasn't played. Right? They like him a lot. Well, they, they like they like Logan Woodside a lot. They for, liked Isaiah Wilson a lot when they drafted. Him. Okay, but uh, Logan Woodside is is not. That's you can't compare those two. That's not fair, to Logan Woodside. Logan Woodside does everything they ask him. I'm just to. saying that that's what I'm saying is they always say that crap. Well, we like the guy. I'm just, I'm, and, just and saying, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna feed into that BS. Oh man, we really yeah, you really liked your ex-girlfriend when you were dating her, but you no longer like her again. Now I, I'm just like, I was just saying works. for whatever reason, I don't know the reason, but they like Logan Woodside quite a bit. That's and all I was bringing I'm up. You, that doesn't matter. That's uh, that's what my opinion on that opinion is. Okay, so Zach, do you have your answer for this? I'd like to hear yours. All right, and, and I my answer to this question of what's one draft scenario that you do not want to happen for the Tennessee Titans, I'm seeing it pop up more and more the closer we get to this draft. That is, with the 22nd overall pick in the first round, the Titans taking Tevin Jenkins' right tackle out of Oklahoma State. Now, Tevin Jenkins might be a really good player, but... I don't think the Titans right now need to try to overcorrect correct from the Isaiah Wilson whiff. Yeah, they have a slight opening at right tackle, but they signed Kendall Lamb and then cut Dennis Kelly. If they were truly going to draft a right tackle, I don't think cutting Dennis Kelly would have been the smart thing to do. I think they believe in Kendall Lamb and with the backup of Ty Sambrilo, I really do not like the idea of Jenkins in the first round. Donald says Jenkins would be a luxury pick, and I agree. So my answer to this, I, I don't necessarily disagree. And you know what? 
I would be surprised if that happens, though. Like, I don't think that John Robinson is going to do that. We didn't think he was going to go right tackle last year. Well, we we had – that's not true. I mean, Buck predicted that. That was a scenario. We did 30-something media mock drafts, and Buck was the only person who picked offensive line. But a lot of people – we. But a lot of people, like myself, picked Christian Fulton because we thought he was a first-round grade that dropped to the second round, and that replaced a ton of other selections, Austin. I mean, I, I agree, but again... So, like my, so if you agree with that... Yeah, my, that wasn't my point, dude. dude Isaiah, my point. Isaiah Wilson was in the mix. What we, yeah, like, he was kind of a dark horse. No, he was a valued second-tier offensive lineman in the first round. That's what he was. And where did the Titans Tyreek pick? Tyreek is saying, we just keep going backwards on this O-line. Fix the O-line. Tyreek, the O-line was just hurt last year. Like, the O-line's not a problem. Fix the O-line. Tyreek, your, your running back, ran for the fifth best season in NFL history behind a banged-up offensive line. Like, Taylor Lawan's ACL is fixed. Ben Jones is still good. Roger Saffold is an absolute beast. And Nate Davis is maybe one of the most underrated offensive linemen in the entire league. Fix the O-line. It's in fantastic shape. Tevin Jenkins would be a, a luxury pick in the first round when you have desperate needs at corner, at wide receiver, and other places. That's why I do not want Tevin Jenkins. And he might be a great player. He probably is. But I just don't think for the Titans it's the right way to go. So my worst case scenario, and this is a gut, and I, I will be oh, I will be okay if I'm wrong. Uh, this is this is one of the things. But you know how like you target a guy and and the name starts swirling around, and you just don't believe that the guy will be the the best player for when he is picked, like for his career. I I am of that nature with Darius Tony out of Florida. I do not want the Titans to draft 22nd overall Tony out of Florida. And my man, Brian Edwards, who does our A to Z sports pick show, a big Florida fan. He's hating me on, he's hating on me right now. You don't know Tony. I I, I get it. I understand, but it, it's, it's a gut. I think he's a good quality player but I also go with the scenario of the likeliness of what we talked about in the first segment, the likeliness of a draft of drafting a 22nd overall wide receiver of hitting the way that you need him to hit is not likely. Austin, I I hate to harp on this. Actually, I don't hate to harp on it. I do it a lot, but Corey Davis's final season overshadowed his entire Titans career, which was garbage. That's what it was. If Corey Davis only had 700 or 600 yards this past year, everybody would be feeling the way that I feel about Corey Davis. But he didn't, and I understand that. The offensive improved, and he had a 2,000-yard rusher to help distract, which helped him catch footballs. But you cannot make the same damn mistake at drafting a wide receiver in the first round as John Robinson did with Corey effing Davis. You can't do it. Now, I get it won't be a top five pick anymore, but I and, – and so out of the four that we've talked about, right, the second group of wide receivers, Marshall Jr., Bateman, Tony, and Moore, I am admitting I'm biased towards Elijah Moore. So I have to admit that. Tony is the one guy that I'm just skeptical in my gut that if, you're dra- if he's drafted there, 
he's not going to get a fifth-year option, and he's going to be on another team in a few years. He's not going to be a franchise guy. That's, so, that's my gut. So, and, Carmen – Carmen says, huge Florida fan, watch every game. Tony's a good player, but not right for the Titans. I think I would feel more confident in Kadarius Tony in the Titans offense if Arthur Smith was still calling the plays. I don't I I maybe, maybe not. Well, I just that's my gut this year. And I, I'm glad well the, the, I'm the glad that I a Florida that. fan kind of tells us that. That's well, the, I, I value that. The reason why I say that is because Arthur Smith has proven that he can be creative and getting players the football in space, which is what Kadarius Tony needs. Creativity to get him in space. He took off when Dan Mullen took over that, that team, right? Because that's what Dan Mullen does better. Todd Downing doesn't have that film, right? Todd Downing hasn't shown that, that he can succeed and do that. So if Arthur Smith was there, sure, take Tony. That makes a lot more sense. But I agree overall, Tony's a bigger risk than the other second shelf wide receivers. Yeah. And, and with his drops that have to be recognized, I don't think that's a good pick at 22. I'm not going to predict this, but I wouldn't be surprised if Tony fell to the top of the second round. He's just a freak athlete. I think more could jump Tony. I think that could be the, the switch or the surprise of this draft is Tony falls to the the top of the second round and Moore, who is trending high mid second, now drops to the bottom of the first. That that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I say offensive line and specifically Tevin Jenkins in the first round is what I do not want to see happen. Uh, and it's not about Jenkins; it's more about uh, just the situation the Titans are in. And you do not like Tony uh, in the first round there. So we we, we go there. Steph Dobbs says Marshall will fall because of injury concerns. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the guy's played really well the last two years and has stayed relatively healthy. He's missed a couple games, but again, somebody's like, going to fall though. Right. We, we talked about Vegas was four and a half. We're talking about seven wide receivers. So somebody ain't going to be there in the first round. Right. But like you look at who's going to pick late in the first round that wants and needs wide receiver. There's the, the Ravens and the Packers. Like those two teams are desperate for wide receiver help. And so you got to think one of them are going to take a wide receiver, and I swear it better be the Green Bay Packers. If the Green Bay Packers do not take a wide receiver in the first round this year with the talent that's right there, they are crazy and just killing Aaron Rodgers and potentially hurting their guy, Jordan Love. Do you think they'll trade up for a wide receiver? No, well, no, they don't have to. They can just pick whoever falls to them. One of those seven will be there, or one of the four second and guys. They're going to be okay. I just, I feel like uh, Aaron Rodgers needs and wants a big wide receiver like Marshall Jr. That, if I don't know if he'll fall that far, but if the Green Bay Packers get Terrace Marshall Jr., I think that's a slam dunk. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. A to Z Sports. Uh, let's see. I got a comment. Uh, Josh says, Austin, are you telling me you'd be upset if the Titans straight up for JC Horn or Jalen Waddle? I don't think it's the right year to trade up for a player like that. Like I love both of those guys. Well, J I like JC Horn more than Jalen Waddle. I, I think corners translate better than all wide receivers just generically, but I don't think it's worth trading up for that because you have to have rookies that are cheap fill out this roster. So we did our worst case scenario, which I'm glad we did today. Next week is draft week. We got a lot in store. Austin and I do for this show at 8 a.m. So make sure your live notifications are on. But 
Austin, next week we've got to do best case scenario. I have my best case scenario for the Tennessee Titans, and I absolutely love it. This, oh my, it gets me revved up if this were to fall into place. Yep. Zach, an A to Z sports primetime viewer calls for Buck Rising to be fired for name-calling. We will show you the emails uh, shortly, but first let me tell you guys about Man Do the Pulse of Fitness where one 15-minute workout uh, equals five-plus hours in the weight room. How is that even possible? How does 15 minutes equal uh, five or more hours? It's because of the science of full-body electronic muscle stimulation. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. So check them out at uh, at Mandu Nashville is where to find them on the socials. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. It's, it's for everybody. If you're trying to achieve whatever fitness goals you have for yourself this year, Mandu can help you achieve those goals. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. Bet MGM promo code ATOZ Sports. They are the king of sports books. They are the title sponsor of this morning show. Promo code ATOZ Sports. Bet MGM. Download the app today and start winning money. They got risk free bets. They've got double, they'll double your deposit at times. They got promotions running all the time. I won big money last night. I'm almost back up to 1K. I've cashed out a couple of times. I'm playing with house money, baby. It feels good. BetMGM, promo code A to Z Sports. A to Z Sports. Okay, let's let's talk about this, uh, Zach. Um, and that is what happened with uh, Buck yesterday on A to Z Sports primetime that he uh, basically got called out and said that he should be fired. And this is not the first time that this guy specifically has come after Buck uh, on A to Z Sports Primetime. So I will show you these emails uh, that Zach and I get. Here's the one we got yesterday, okay? And I've blocked out the email. Uh, I've left his full name because he's on Facebook and Buck showed him um, on his uh, show last night. But Christopher Covey, I would like to file a complaint against one of your broadcast employees, Buck Rising, for assaulting a viewer and causing mental distress called by caused by name-calling from Mr. Rising. This is not the first time he has done this. Do I have found out? Please address this issue seriously. Making fun of others is not professional and will not stand in any court of law, Zach. It won't stand in a court of law. Uh, you got this email too. What did you think? I mean, that's not how this works, bud. Like, you're on the internet. Like, welcome to the internet. Like, no, we can't release. Uh, I mean, we can make fun of you. We get made fun of all the time. Austin's wearing uh, a clown suit right now. Yes, I am. <laughs> you don't think I've made fun of him the entire show and everybody else has? Are they all, we're all going to jail? That's not how this works. So I understand your butt hurt over some situation. And the company, you know, we apologize for your feelings, but we also don't care about your feelings. That's just how this works. So if you don't want to watch the program, don't watch the program. It's your choice, right? We're not sitting you down in a room, handcuffing you, tied to a chair, and, and holding you hostage and putting A to Z sports primetime and morning show on repeat in a dark room. We're not doing that. Now, if we were, then I think you'd have a case. But you're doing this on your own accord. So <laughs> I would tell you to just get a little thicker skin. 
Yeah, here was the first. Or don't watch. Here, we, yeah, just don't watch. Nobody's making you do this. Don't watch. Okay, here is the first email that get, that we got about a month ago from Christopher Covey. Buck Rising misspelled needs to be fired. He harassed and mentally abused his guests. One, Buck does not have guests on his primetime show. You're a viewer, not a guest. He also continued to downgrade people who have less last income than himself. I do have a class action suit pending against AZ Sports to allow such an embarrassment to the city of Nashville. I hope you address the issue with Buck Rising and he no longer has a future with your broadcast. My God, the first email is worse than the second. Like how, I don't even understand how a human being can feel this way. Oh, I can. I, I absolutely can. Have you have you been on the internet, right? Everybody's getting butthurt about everything on Twitter, on Facebook, on all of these social media platforms that we broadcast on. So not surprising that somebody's going to get butthurt it, when somebody directly... Look, we, we call out viewers all the time. Like, all of the time. If you say a dumbass comment, I'm going to call you out. I'm also going to give you an opportunity to retort, right? You're going to have an opportunity to go back and forth. I did that yesterday with Ben. Ben called me out. I called him out. I had him and I read his follow-up comments, right? So there's interaction. That's the whole premise of what this show is about. And I, again, I would just reiterate, Christopher, if, if you don't like getting made fun of or putting yourself out there, don't watch or just don't comment. Right. I, that's my only advice for you, bud. Yeah. Best of luck. Good day, sir. It's so, it's so weak. Like the class, like I, I don't like from the way that guy worded his emails, I, I feel pretty confident about not losing a class action lawsuit. Like that, that's just my, my stance. Like I feel like we got a pretty good shot. If this dude, if this bozo wants to take us to court, I feel like we're going to be okay. <laughs> the clown calling somebody else a bozo is a hilarious, you like hilarious thing. You like, yeah, Isn't you like it ironic? Like and look, Ethan brings up a good thing. If Ethan, uh, he's going to sue my ass a million, a million times for calling him a Corona bro throughout the last 365 days. I've called Ethan a Corona bro more times than I've called anybody a Corona bro through this. I still like Ethan. Ethan still watches the show. He doesn't take it personally. He's not trying to file lawsuits or get, well, you can't fire me because I own the company, but you know, like Christopher, that's not how this works. So here's the question. And this, I think is a great question, Let, but you got to be honest with yourself. Be completely honest with yourself. We're going to ask you this on a scale of one to 10. How much do you care about what people think of you and like you don't have to say one or ten like you don't have to go to the extremes like but look deep inside yourself and your actions and how you feel whether it's on the internet whether it's at work whether it's family members everything everything is piled into one on a scale of one to ten how much do you care about what people think of you because you know we just showed the emailer I think he is up there at like a, a 9.9, maybe a 9.5. Yeah, pretty high number there for Christopher. So let's we'll get to we'll get to your comments uh, here in a second. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. 
Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Look, they are not going to discriminate against you. They're just going to sell you a damn good vehicle, right? So you don't have to care what you look like, who you are. They're just there to help you out. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. You can go look at their inventory online or visit them. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Go check out the brand new Sonata. Ooh, I love that Sonata. That's what I drive. Or the Elantra or the Palisade. The 2021 Palisade, hard to find around these parts. Not hard to find at Wilson County Hyundai. They have them in stock. Great selection. Full-size SUV. Third row seating. You can't beat it. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. It is eSports. Don't forget, BetMGM. Zach mentioned he had his best ever night last night. I went 2-0. Hit a parlay in the NBA. Won some money. Had a, a nice little $25 bet on the Knicks money line plus 105. Hit that as well. So you get the I, free butt bet? Yeah. The 25 free butt. Yeah, I got it. It too. was a risk, it was a risk-free token. So like that's yeah. what BetMGM does. Like it, I opened the app and I signed in, and they're like, hey, guess what? You want a free risk-free token on the Knicks to win because they've won eight in a row? And I'm it like basically gave you 25 bucks. I'm like, yeah, absolutely I do. And so I took it. And so I bet the Knicks money line. It was plus money. So I'm like, oh, this is even better. And they beat the Hawks. So overtime. It, it took overtime. Yeah, well, you know, they almost blew it at the end of the game. They had it, then they lost it, then they had it, then they lost it, then they ended up winning. But Ben MGM does things like that. You know, you never know when you're gonna wake up and you got something a little special, a little gift in your account there, whether it's a parlay boost. Odd specials, free bets, just like we talked about there. BetMGM, download the app, use our code ATOZ Sports to get a risk free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet with the BetMGM app using code ATOZ Sports. So, Zach has asked the question on a scale of one to 10, how much do you care about what people think of you? Um, so, I, I will let Zach read comments uh, on this and then we will get our answers. DK Titan says zero. Rob says zero. Jalen says one. Louis says six, being honest. Well, uh, I think anybody who says zero is lying. Like, like you care, you care something. Like you care a little bit. Like, because everybody has pride. Everybody has a level of ego. And so it might not be a, a seven or eight, but it's not a zero. Like, let's be real. Like uh, you're fair, lying fair. if you say zero. Fair. Uh F and Alexis says two. D says, hey, pink uh, hair don't I, care, right, Alexis? <laughs> don't, don't, don't care right there. That's right. I feel you on that. Uh, zero AF from, uh, from Kevin. Seven from Trevor. Try to be the best person possible, not only for me, but for others. That's respectable. Yeah. Hey, John says one. If people don't like me, then go. Uh, smoke. Well, there we go. Uh, you, you went a little bit further there. Yeah, you, you caught me, Nate. You, you, you wronged me. You need that one, did you? Uh, Chris is probably at eleven. Tommy says six, but higher for people I care about. I think that's that's fair. Fonzo says two. Jerry says two. Gmail base says negative zero. So he's gone extreme of what you said. You're lying, Gmail. You care uh, about what we think of you. Titans. Kyle says three. Um, uh, three and a half from buddy. Now we're getting some honest answers. I respect that. Uh, Ronnie says four, uh, Jipper says two, Marcus says five. I don't like people to lie on my name. That's fair, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ethan with three can goes four and that's reserved for close friends and family. And that's what we piled in. I think that that has to come into a take because sure. uh, into There's account. Nuance. We can have nuance to this. Um, Austin, where are you at in this? So I, I, I'm, I, I'm wearing a clown suit right now. So clearly I don't care that much. I don't take myself too seriously at times as 
uh, I do stupid things all the time. And I admit when I, when I do stupid things, but I care like, and, and Zach, you know, I care. I will go at somebody in my Twitter mentions. If I think that they're coming at me and they're wrong. So I care about that. So overall, I'll be honest. I'm like a 7.1. I, I, I'll say I, I care. And I care what people think about me for the right reasons. And unfortunately for some of the wrong reasons, but I, I you know, overall, I don't take myself too seriously as I'm wearing clown makeup. Yeah. I, look, I agree with that assessment. That's very honest, right? Yeah. Uh, self-awareness is key, right? So I'm, I'm not at a zero and I'm not at a one. I, I'm probably at a two and I would reserve that one or the, the, the two number to the people that I care about because, and this is kind of who I am. The people that I actually care about in my circle I do care. Like I, 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 Austin, I care about our relationship, our business relationship, our personal relationship. Buck is the same way. The people we work with, my family, right? A lot of others, I really, really don't though. Like it just doesn't get to me. But that, again, it's just a characteristic of, you know, I say what I mean and I mean what I say. And if you don't like it, I don't, you know, go jump in a lake. Go, go bitch and moan to somebody else. People, tweet at me you don't you probably don't see all of them people tweet at me a lot and say i'm an idiot or i can't believe you said that on the show or this is why you're wrong and i appreciate that i just and it's not that i don't see them i do see them i just don't take the time to answer them because i just don't care and it's not it's not a knock i appreciate the the feedback or the constructive criticism it's just a personality thing so i'm I, in a uh, two. part of my issue is that i uh I've learned about myself that I, I like drama. I, I, you know, I, I didn't think about, <laughs> I don't, I, I am like, the opposite. I, I just, I like, I don't know why it's just, I get, I get excited <laughs> when something happens on social media that I can kind of, you know, uh, be a part of and just be a little dramatic from here. And, and yeah. Joe brings up something that I resonate with. And Joe says, I don't like the cancel culture, right? We talked about this and you've heard me preach on that. If somebody doesn't like what you say, it's free speech. And that has really taken over our society. Unfortunately, free speech is a thing in the past. You cannot say what you actually truly believe in a public forum. You can't because you will get canceled by the mob because there, there is a mob out there that will destroy you at any point. And sometimes if you have power, celebrity status, or money, they, the mob on Twitter, can come at you and completely destroy what you've built or put your life work in if they don't agree with your overall but, opinion. But there's and that's against free speech. But there's a difference in having an opinion about something and then just being an ass human being and not it is free speech though austin uh, we are talking I, about rights so that's I, what you're not I, I, un I understand, what you're taking but, into account but free speech does not you know you can't just say free speech i can say what i want and then people not like you because who you're being like you you have to understand that there are consequences with your free speech but in today's age the consequences are extreme with and, and it's called jumping to conclusions. I, that's the issue. I, I understand again. I, I understand James is just saying cancel Buck Rising because that's exactly what Christopher wants. Right. And that's why I would tell Chris or who, who's the guy? 
Christopher Covey. Yeah, yeah. I'd tell him to go F himself because that's just not what's going to happen. I, I just you, don't respond to his emails. You, yeah, I mean, I'm not either. But, like, you cannot tell a business what to do in that sense just because – just don't watch the show, dude. But the, like, right. right. So, uh, so <clears throat> overall, you know, people – you care about what people think of you that you care about, right? You don't care more when it's people – But it's a real care. hard line after that. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. A to Z Sports, Zach, it's time for that magic bucket. Uh, we do this every Thursday. Uh, the magic bucket has uh, some extra magic with me being a clown today. But let's get the magic bucket going. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute. I care about the Bone & Joint Institute because they care about their patients. They do a fantastic job in getting you right back to the line of health. Whether Whatever injury happens with you uh, throughout life, whether it's a total joint replacement, some sports medical injury, you can get back to health with the Bone & Joint Institute. they got over a dozen doctors there at the facility in Franklin. They do an amazing job of helping you throughout the entire process. Boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. It is time for the Magic Bucket, though. It is a Thursday tradition. Austin, it is your time for the sticker. I put King Tux on there last week. My boy, who's laying down in his dog bed right now. It's your time. So what sticker do you have for us, the people, today? So um, two weeks ago, when it was my sticker week, uh, I did two stickers. <laughs> I did the... Uh, did you play yourself? I, I, I did play myself, but I didn't completely play myself to where I wasn't going to be in trouble today. So two weeks ooh, ago, ooh. I did the uh, French vanilla, Rocky Road, chocolate peanut butter cookie dough, and then the scoop there it is, double sticker, right? So I had to uh, get creative and just go search around the house for whatever I could find. And thank God I found something. Uh, because uh, it's the only thing I got, and I don't know how long I've had this. I've obviously never used it, but you put Tux on there last week, so I'm going to add uh, a little orange Smokey on there this week, just just because oh. I don't want to do double Magic Bucket. So I, I I've had a weird week, busy week with a lot of stuff going on. So uh, later today, when we have a little less busy stuff going on this afternoon, I will be ordering new stickers for two weeks from now. Well, hey, I'm glad. Hey, preparation is key. You came, you came to the party with, with, you know, with an item, and that's valued. You so. know what my, you know what my backup was going to be, and you would have hated this. <laughs> my backup was going to be uh, to give my stamp of approval <laughs> to put a a postage stamp on the bucket. Yeah, I, I think stamps have to be off limits because I have a whole drawer of stamps because yeah. I love mail so much. Um, uh, stamps are off limits, though. Yeah, I no, I I knew that, but I I, I uh, thought no, it was... no no no. You know what you could do here? You uh, you get one stamp, you get one lifetime stamp. But once you use your stamp, you're out. And you have to have the stamp on in time, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah when we were time. at Hyundai I mean, a couple weeks ago. You didn't have anything, right? So you couldn't use your stamp unless you had one in your wallet, right? And well, yeah. And if if we ever get to a point where we don't have our sticker, you know we'll have a timer and you have so many seconds and it's a countdown. We'll make it a thing. Now the, the problem is we're running out of space in this bucket. So I don't know if we're going to need a third bucket. Cause we've already got two buckets. So uh, we, we get a bigger bucket. <laughs> just, we're going to be like the, what is it? The, the Roman, uh, the, the Roman little dolls that go inside each other. Oh yeah. Ooh, I actually have, 
this is probably the only time that those dolls will be brought up. I have the starting five of the Chicago Bulls. That's kind of cool. Who's who's this for? Me. Okay. Did I just play myself? Damn it. This takes some uh, work on your end. Change the words to your favorite rap song so that it introduces who you are and perform that tomorrow on the show. But not in a rap, just in a statement. Yeah, you can you can uh, slam poet poetry it if you want to. And you know, you know what I'm saying? So, but change the words to your favorite rap song so that it introduces who you are and perform it tomorrow on the show. Okay. I mean, I, I like it. We got that's another thing. Check on the list. We got to put more submissions in the magic bucket. We have had some submissions. We just gotta refill the bucket. Yeah, I, I've got um I've got a handful of you guys user submissions ready to be printed out. I just have to do that. All right, so this is for me. Okay, so I have to do this tomorrow. Uh and it involves me dressing up again. Uh, dress like a mob boss and make mob mob style suggestions and threats throughout the next show. <laughs> Man, I love that. <laughs> so I will, you will be rapping tomorrow, and I will be a mob boss. Yeah, that's back to back dress up. I that that is my favorite. I think that's my favorite one of all time. So that's from my wife. Well done, well done. I like that. Yep. So uh, I slicked my hair back, or slick. This hair back or my so, own? Hair so back? basically, the entire rap song, I can just choose words. I, I, it, I want to be take your favorite rap song or uh -huh. a rap song and change the lyrics on that tune and melody to fit uh, to introduce yourself. So it's a rap song about yourself, but to the style of your favorite rap song. Okay, I, I think I. I whether I execute it correctly or not, it will be somewhat entertaining. Yeah. Hunter says, really looking forward to the mob boss. I, I have to really game plan this because I don't necessarily have a lot of mob boss things sitting around the house. So I had clown things around the house, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did have mob boss. I, I like this, Nate. Zach, if you don't agree with me, you'll sleep with the fishes. Oh, yeah. I, I will have, uh, I'll probably have a printout of uh, mob sayings just to spice up the show a little bit. So, all right, guys, have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow on a Friday morning, which is setting up to be a fun show. So uh, have a great Thursday. Buck Rising live on The Zone at 10. A to Z Sports uh, Podcast Network has great content already this week. And also A to Z Sports Primetime. We'll see if Christopher makes a comeback tonight against Buck. So we'll see you guys later on. Have a good one. Adios.